Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's online. And On top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Hello and welcome to episode 182 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Gilly. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And this episode is sponsored by Mia Gilliam. Today we will be discussing the second half of chapter 32 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Out of the Fire. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to flare your way through the details. Whoa. Oh, you're clever. Yeah, I know. Googled fire words again. <laughs> and we've got some weekly profit news. It is sad and kind of not surprising. Um, yep. So Fantastic <laughs> Beasts 3 filming had what, like two days left mm-hmm. to go, and it is now yep. suspended because a crew member tested positive for COVID. Um, yeah, so they're Wait, probably going to be behind done. a whole. I thought they were done already, too. So then when this came out the other day, I was like, I thought they finished. I thought it came they're out like- somewhere that they wrapped. I don't I know. I really don't even. Wow. I don't know how I feel about it in general. I kind of, I'm very underwhelmed, not excited, and not that I don't care, but I kind of don't care. And that hurts my heart a lot, actually. I think that the world, like, doesn't want this movie to get made. <laughs> I mean, fate has tried. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I want to know how other people fear, fear, feel Um, about it. So like about the movie in general, you mean? Yeah. I mean, I just feel like it's tainted. For lack of a better word. I agree. I I mean, I think that I'm frustrated about the whole like recasting of Grindelwald thing. I'm frustrated Mm -hmm. with 
the fact that the author has so much control over it. I'm frustrated Mm -hmm. that it's been suspended for so long. I'm, you know, like there's like a lot of things building up, but like at the end of the second movie, I was so invested in this story. I melted in my seat. Do you remember? Yeah. Like I I was was so so, into it. Like I was so into this storyline and I know that that's not really even a popular opinion. Like I loved Fan- I love I love Fantastic Beasts. I can't put it in the past yet. Like I love the first two. I think that I love that it's like I don't have expectations for the story because I don't have a book attached to it. So I don't feel so like judgy watching the movies um, trying mm-hmm. to be like, oh, they left this, 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 this out. Um, yeah, it was so- nice. Like, yes, it's frustrating. Like all of these other things that are like stacked up against it, like it's frustrating but i'm not ready to say that like i'm no longer excited about it yet i think that um i i don't know i'm just kind of up it's, in the air it's hard go ahead sasa I, well you know how i felt about the other ones i know so sarah's not too much uh, <laughs> that's kind of how i feel about it like i don't i don't i don't know like i don't know it's hard i like Mads Mikkelsen, who is going to be playing Grindelwald. Yeah. I don't yeah. love... Like, it was different with Harry Potter when they had to change actor. I mean, they had to change Dumbledore, Dumbledore because yeah. he passed away. Right. That's something I understand. So mm-hmm. replacing someone like this, it's not... I usually lose interest, um, but there wasn't a lot of interest held in it anyways. I wonder if... Are they going to play... I mean... Okay. I guess this has to go with contracts and things, but... I mean, one way that they could take this was with Grindelwald, you know, from Percival Graves to Johnny Depp, even though it wasn't Grindelwald. But you know what I mean? Changing Grindelwald with the movies. Is that something that they were going to do? Because I feel like it's just confusing even more. Right. Especially now for it's people be who like, are just going to yeah. maybe casual fans going to the movies or just someone wanting to go and, and see a film when we're allowed Tiffany, to go back. Tiffany. What? what? Harry what? Potter fans are not casual. <laughs> no, but there are people that go to the movies to watch these that aren't us and like swishers. Well, are. then they I mean, should leave. A lot of people... Goodbye. No, no I, Stop I, it. You. <laughs> people that open, go into it open it not up. knowing anything and i've read reviews where like they didn't get it and they were like what it kind of like there are these strange things da, 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 da. and i'm like well it would make more sense if you had seen at least some of the harry potter films mm-hmm. but not everyone's gonna go into those movies watching mm-hmm. harry potter that's films. what i'm saying like, i agree with you yeah but it's just like it it's just gonna, i don't know we'll what i, I what i think is like okay yeah things might make more sense and there are going to be people who aren't going to watch it but like at the end of the day that's no one's fault but their own for going into it without like being fully prepared and i mean these movies aren't necessarily being made for those types of fans anyway that's how i always felt about these like that's why i always would go back to like people who said that like crimes of grindelwald was a hot mess i would be like okay but (laughs) like you can't tell me that at the end of like prisoner of azkaban or goblet of fire order the phoenix that you didn't think that like there were things that didn't make sense it's the middle of a series people like it's not supposed to make sense it's not going to be wrapped up with a little bow 
and shown to you and been like, here's the story. You know what I mean? Like, but isn't there also things in that movie that were cut out that it would have been for sure. Like that would have been like probably something yep. that should have stayed in the movie. Yeah. Um, but also like, I think that's a really, to, to just say that this is made just for Potter fans would be a really, um, not a great thing for them to do because mm-hmm. I think that they need to have a movie that's going to be for like they need yes, that new they need that like new generation fan of Harry Potter you're gonna love this but mm-hmm. it's something that they should if they want to make money have other people watch it as well I mean especially if they were gonna dedicate part of a park or a new park to it you know Definitely. what I mean I think Disney that's what they were trying Avatar. to establish Only one movie came out of that I don't know well what there's supposed said. to be Avatar. more supposedly don't get me started more. on Avatar do not guys I don't I, I don't oh, know. Like Although we went with our friend and she did not care to watch that with me. I've seen it I, once. She was like, this is like my I've... favorite part, and I couldn't help but laugh. I'm good. Oh, yeah. okay. See now I love Avatar, but I was one of those people who whenever Disney took it up yeah, and started building Avatar, I was like, What are they doing? This is a terrible idea. And you know what? <laughs> they proved me wrong. Pandora's freaking gorgeous and but well, does it make it, sense for them to have that? Does it draw people it does. enough? Oh yeah. It Just is the it is the without, busiest part of that park. What park is it in? Animal Kingdom. That makes sense. Because I mean it makes sense a lot because like the whole conservation thing with Avatar mm-hmm. and yeah. the whole message of conservation with Animal Kingdom like it really does fit. Um so I don't know what what does this have to do with um, Fantastic Beasts? I don't even. Oh, remember. I don't know. <laughs> I brought, uh, no, I brought up the fact that they were talking about doing Makuza in. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ult- what is it? Ultimate Universe. Epic Universe. Yeah. Epic. I want. I think I wanted to call it Ultimate. Ultimate Universe, universe sounds too. so much better. Um, <laughs> I I just I don't know. We'll see how I, I mean feel it. When it, moves it is what it is. I will also say this: uh, I did this with the last one. I read spoilers for the movie online, and I had a friend that had seen it. Like you drive me crazy. I'm gonna do it again. I know I am. God, I can't stand you. You sicken me. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is what it is, and literally, it helps my more so with books. Mm. It really truly helps my anxiety reading a book to know what's gonna happen. It doesn't like quell like my excitement for it. But, like, it does help me being an anxious reader. Yeah, I can understand that. I just want you like, say these movies do get finished. I hope that overall, as a story, it makes sense. It's good. It adds to the the universe that we know and love. And I have faith that that will be the case. But, again, like, it's still just kind of frustrating because of you know like the the bad taste that the author has left in our mouth about a lot of stupid things that she says now so it's like it's just well, it sucks yeah yeah i will say this may it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live so true <laughs> our cats are nuts today well oh my gosh Okay, sorry. That tell, was tell me about uh, this whole Spotify thing. <sighs> yes. Make sure that you follow us on Spotify by clicking the follow button on our page and share this episode with your friends by clicking the three dots in the corner of the episode page. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. 
Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gains access. It gives you access. I need to change that in my notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it gives you access to our exclusive Discord channel, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. Yes. Is indeed. that a gif of me as Seinfeld? Yes. That's oh the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 I need to the send that to Chris. The double eyebrows at the end. Yeah. He's gonna lose his mind. <laughs> God, oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> nice teeth. Oh gosh. All right. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time Show for the row 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 Beautiful. I want everybody to know that I held my earpiece <laughs> like back in the day, Christina Aguilera, as I did that. She You're did. <laughs> it was gorgeous. No, I have headphones on. <laughs> it still works, right? Sure. All right. <laughs> Last time, Harry has a vision during his exam that Voldemort has captured Sirius and is torturing him in the Department of Mysteries. Dumbledore's gone. McGonagall's gone. Harry thinks no mm. one's left from the Order at Hogwarts to help him. There is, but he's Harry, so he doesn't think about it. So after a huge argument with Hermione, the trio, Ginny and Luna, come up with a plan, break into Umbridge's office again, and flew Grandma a place to see if Sirius is there. To which Harry says, he's not there, and Hermione says, to check. To check. To check. Just to check. So, the summary for this section of the book. Is it a summary? A summary! Thank you. Harry and Hermione, they get into Umbridge's office. Harry gets to talk to Creature, who uh, tells him that Sirius isn't home. He really doesn't, he being Harry, doesn't get much out of Creature before Umbridge drags him out uh, by his hair of the fireplace. Like, girl, uh, not okay. I don't care for her. More so in this chapter than any other time. But she's the worst. The group plus Neville <laughs> suddenly arrives, um, have been caught. And, uh, you know, because Harry's not talking, Snape is summoned. Although it turns out, can't help her. Uh, he being Snape, her being Umbridge. <laughs> Harry gives Snape a message. Umbridge is literally deranged mm -hmm. and almost uses the Cruciatus curse on Harry. There are some truths that are told and Hermione offers to lead her to the weapon. The it? weapon? Yeah. Yeah. Weapon? The weapon? What weapon? Is it a slingshot? <laughs> or a trebuchet? <laughs> uh, we're going to keep going. So the trio is together again under the cloak. Capital C with cloak. I don't think the trio's under the cloak, though. I think it's just Harry and Hermione once they get behind the thing. Because Ron is off talking to Umbridge. The two people are <laughs> under the cloak with a capital C. Luna is standing with her back to them at the far end of the corridor. As they pass Ginny, Hermione told her not to forget the signal. What's the signal? Is that what you ask? Weasley what is, it? is our king. Ha, 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 ha. The loud chorus of Weasley is our he king. As they see Umbridge coming. In. <laughs> Weasley is our king. 
my eyes are watering because I was singing like an idiot. <laughs> what is the next line of that? Something about ring. Oh, I don't know. Dang. Yeah. We have to sing it. I don't. Uh, he doesn't let it go past the ring. Oh, he cannot that. block a single ring. <laughs> no, that's the new version. Oh, you the mean the the mean the version? version? The nice one. Yes, snake. Oh. Uh, Weasley is our king. Weasley is our king. Okay. He didn't let the quaffle didn't in. Didn't let the quaffle in. Weasley is our king. Weasley can't save anything. He, can he never leaves a single ring. Leaves a single ring. That's mm. why Gryffindors all sing. Weasley is our king. Weasley is our king. Weasley is our king. He's our king. I think that works. I think we're good. All right. <laughs> so Harry takes out the knife that Sirius gave to him. Didn't think about the mirror. And the lock clicks open and they enter her office. And these kitties, let me tell you, they're on their plates and they're all basking in the late afternoon sunshine. But other than these kitties, the office is completely empty and now I have a question for Megan and Katie. Yes. Does this room smell like evil or like kitty sunshine fur? Oh, crud. Why you put me on spot like that? <laughs> well, <laughs> just remember the kitties, though, are like Boston. just portraits. Yeah. So it probably Maybe just smells like evil. They have magical kitty smell. <laughs> yeah, but I think that like she's so evil that no good smell can overpower her evil stink. Uh, yeah. Baby in the chat says, or does it smell like cat litter? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty cat litter. Dirty cat litter. Okay. Oh, well, man, I didn't know that if it smelled like kitty too. sunshine fur. Because I know that you guys enjoy that. Oh, sunshine scent. fur. Seriously? You taste, you it is the best like smell in the world. Fur. It will calm your anxiety. So it does. Unless you're super allergic to cats. Well, <laughs> there are uh, those things. Well, well, here's the thing. The smell will calm your anxiety, but the dander will do other things. And I cannot tell you I've got nothing <laughs> about dander, but the smell of the fur has no I allergy. Have I have shoved my face in some kitty sunshine for a time or two. It does smell nice. Mm -hmm. I haven't been around a cat in years. All right. So the last cat was probably theirs. Iggy. He loves you. And that's literally probably two years ago. Likes you. I've been with I've he been likes known him anybody, since he was like But don't tell Sarah. That's okay. <laughs> I need to come and spend more time with these muse. Yes. You do. I do. So Hermione breathes a sigh of relief because the office is empty and they could start their task because she thought that there might be extra security added after the incident with all the nifflers. I think Nifflers. personally RIP to those nifflers because she's nasty. I know. So they, they probably went in the same way, went out the same way they came in would be my guess. Mm. Out the window. You took it a step too I far. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so they pulled off the cloak with a capital C and Hermione went to the window to look down at the grounds with her wand out and Harry hurries over to the fireplace. He grabs some flu powder. He throws in a pinch into the grate and the emerald. I got you. Flames burst to life and he thrusts his head into the fire and yells, number 12, Grimald Place. 
12. <laughs> so his head begins spinning like he has just gotten off the forbidden journey ride. And even though his knees remain on the floor, it's still uncomfortable. So when the spinning finally stops, he was looking at the long, cold kitchen of Grimald Place. No one's there. He had expected that, but even still, the cold dread and panic kind of sweep over him again because it kind of confirms what he was fearing. He yells out for Sirius and he hears a tiny scruffling noise and there's no answer. So he calls out, who is there? And Creature the House Elf comes creeping into view. He looks delighted about something, though he seems to have recently sustained a nasty injury to his hands because they were heavily bandaged. And I said, red alert, red alert. Why are his hands bandaged? Because he hurt himself, punished himself. Why did, why did he punish himself? Kiss? He left the black residence. He did a Freaker. no no. Yeah. So it's getting so close to the end. I'm gonna it's so sad. It's getting really close to Sirius's downfall because that you have to remember there's time after Sirius passes that are the last like chapter or two of the book. It's so sad. I have to, we had to move on. I'm gonna start crying. All right. Oh my oh, god. <laughs> you did your makeup for a reason. Don't cry it all off right I now. I mean it's waterproof. Sarah, he's currently <laughs> upstairs feeding Beaky right now. It's okay. I he's know, alive. But like, oh Beaky. It's just so heartbreaking. If he was nicer, if he was nicer, if creature wasn't creature, you know what I mean? There's so I, many people to like I I just had an Yzma quote come into my head. Well, he ain't getting any better. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> back to work <laughs> oh so and here's the part that makes me sick so maybe you want to cry in at this part too quote it's the potter boy's head in the fire creature informed the empty kitchen stealing furtive oddly triumphant glances at harry triumphant what has he come for creature wonders Where's serious creature? Harry demands. The house elf gives a Weasley, Weasley, <laughs> Weasley chuckle. <laughs> Master has gone out, Harry Potter. Where's he gone? Where's he gone, creature? Creature merely cackled. And this makes Harry so angry that he tells him, I'm warning you. Even though he has no control over creature for now. And then continues to ask if anyone else is there. Lupin, Mad-Eye. Creature's like, nope, just me. Going to talk with the mistress because master's been keeping her from me. So that kind of that lie also solidifies that in Harry's mind that Sirius is gone because Sirius didn't let creature go anywhere near that portrait. And, you know, if Sirius isn't there, he can go and, and talk to his mistress's portrait. And so now Harry is desperate and he gets right to the point. And so he goes, where has Sirius gone? Harry yelled after the elf creature. Has he gone to the Department of Mysteries? The creature stops in his tracks and Harry could just make out the back of his bald head through the forest of chair legs before him. Quote, master does not tell poor creature where he is going, said the elf quietly. But, you know, shouted Harry, don't you? You know where he is. 
And there's a moment of silence, and then the elf let out his loudest cackle yet. Master will not come back from the Department of Mysteries, he said gleefully. Creature and his mistress are alone again. Well, he's not wrong. And Creature then disappears into the hall, and Harry starts to yell after him. But before he could actually say anything, he feels a great pain on the top of his head. And... (laughs) Creature owes nobody anything. And I think that later in this book, when Dumbledore talks about how he was treated. That's the frustrating part that Sirius was so awful to him that he has no loyalties. And so, well, except to Miss Bella and, you know, Miss Sissy. Well, of course, I'm sure they treated him perfectly fine over there, even though he's a lesser creature than them. No pun intended, but I feel like when Harry's yelling at Dumbledore in the, this last chapter or two, I can't remember where it is that, um, Dumbledore tells Harry, he's like, he would have lied to you. Doesn't matter. He's, he doesn't owe you anything. He doesn't, you're not his master or anything. And you know, how would he, how would you expect him to act? He only, he he responded to people who were nice to him mm-hmm. and Sirius wasn't. And that's where Harry goes off and says, oh, so he deserved it. Blah, blah, blah. No, that's not what we're saying. It's just, you know, when you think about this, like just. It's, it's a horrible example of karma. Yeah. Well, I think part of Harry being upset is that he also is upset with himself. So he takes a lot of his anger out on other people. Um, But also like he doesn't know how to handle or not handle. He doesn't know how to like work through his emotions because he's never been allowed to like, he didn't get those coping mechanisms growing up. Yeah. Um, So. And if we think about serious, there's always that super famous quote by him. Like, watch how people treat their inferiors or, or something to, to that yeah, effect. Why didn't he listen to himself? Well, S- Sirius is a very do as I say, not as I do kind of person when it comes to Harry ish. Like, yeah, he wants him to be a little bit reckless like he and James Burr. But at the end of the day, like he does tell him to be like, do some level headed things. Right. Even though Sirius himself might not behave in that way. Well, and we also forget that, like, not always, but, like, Sirius himself was stunted as well. Like, he didn't have the best upbringing with his parents and family issues. And then lost 12 years. Literally of all young of his friends died or, like, betrayed life. him or left. Um, and he was in jail for 12 years. Except Remus. Should have listened to Remus yeah, a little bit, dude. For 12 years, he thought, like, they weren't talking because they both, everyone thought that, like, they were the issue kind you're of You're a murderer. You're dead. You know? Yeah, I know. I just got to throw, you know, some love to Remus. Okay, so for before I start my section, I just want to give everybody who's listening a trigger warning right now that um, from now until we get to the lightning bolt question, this is just an overall trigger warning for physical violence and torture because a lot of this has to do with how Umbridge acts towards Harry and handles this situation. Um, 
So if you look in our description, you will see the timestamp of where you can pick back up again after we're finished talking about the actual chapter. If you just want to join us for the ending of the episode and the lightning bolt rounds questions and all the Potter story and all of that kind of um, more fun stuff. So um, I am picking up here. So Umbridge grabs Harry from the top of his head and literally like pulls him out of the flames. I'm just going to read from the chapter. It says he inhaled a lot of ash and choking found himself being dragged backward through the flames until with a horrible abruptness, he was staring up into the wide pallid face of Professor Umbridge who had dragged him backward out of the fire by the hair and was now bending his neck back as far as it would go as though she was going to slit his throat. Which is just like very intense descriptors like this is it's it's just intense um so umbridge explains that she had put a stealth censoring spell on her office door after the niffler attacks happened and i just kind of said lol niffler attacks like they're so dangerous but anyway <laughs> right like um, just for a little laugh chew right your here. fingers right <laughs> off <laughs> um but the stealth censoring spell, this is really the only time that this spell is ever talked about in any of the books. We don't know an incantation for it, but basically it can just be put on an object, which usually would be the door. Or she could have also put it on the windows. Um, or the so fireplace. That, yeah, or the fireplace. Just to like basically yeah. somehow, I don't know how it works. There's like no description of like how it works or really what it does, but it somehow alerts her. Um, that somebody has crossed through this censoring spell, basically. I kind of think of it in like Indiana Jones or like one of those like spy movies oh, or something. Yeah. You like pass a certain point and then all those lasers turn on. And if you touch them, you're dead, basically. Kind of like I that. like I like that you go. It reminds me kind of Indiana Jones or those spy movies. <laughs> totally different. Totally different. Yeah, you know. James Bond. Um, what? James Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Um, so somebody takes his wand. He can't see because she literally still has his head bent completely backwards. Like and I can just see. I, yeah. I don't like or it. He's no. 16 years old. You shouldn't be doing that. Well, you shouldn't do that to anybody. Right. Um, so he doesn't know who takes his wand, but somebody reaches into the pocket in his cloak and takes it. Um, and then also somebody else takes Hermione's because Umbridge demands that they take Hermione's. So, she shakes Harry as she is still clutching his hair and demands why he's in her office. And Harry, um, he he doesn't he doesn't think as quick on his feet as maybe Hermione would have in this situation. And actually, I think that Hermione is really shocked in this situation. It takes her a little bit to come up with her plan. Um, yes. And so uh, I think that like this whole thing, it just like it, kind of, it happened so fast because they they were. They for sure thought that they would have at least a couple minutes before something would happen, mm -hmm. I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's totally normal that like uh, that they're shocked and that it's going to take them a second. And I think for it sure. says a lot about Hermione that how quick that she is actually able to think of a solution and it ends up working in their favor where mm -hmm. right. they, they do get out. No one gets harmed ish like with Harry's not getting shot. Um Umbridge isn't using the Cruciatus curse on him and everything. Right. 
which is a testament to how like quick on her feet she thought yeah definitely um so so i think that harry's reaction here in this moment this is a pretty it's a pretty good thing to come up with and say i mean it could i don't know so he says that he's gonna he was trying to get his firebolt (laughs) which i mean yeah okay (laughs) yeah his head was in the fireplace sure but you know who knows maybe she hit it somewhere in the flu network i don't know firebolt firebolt where are you (laughs) firebolt firebolt in the flu in the flu oh my god (laughs) is that that a second line for fireball fireball flying in the sky fireball fireball hope i don't die i'm glad that we always find something to laugh about oh man all right you have to you have to you have to you have to you have have to to let it linger do you have to but you know whatever fozzy left because of us (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I don't blame him smart so she does not believe him um because she knows that he's aware of the fact that it is in the dungeons and also his head was in the fire so she basically then just starts demanding she's like with whom (laughs) like how's like proper she with whom have you been communicating she demanded and he says no one but then she calls him a liar and then this part i it's yeah i just i don't why she turns to like such violence (sighs) is like she just she's sick of it so and good. she can do it she's now a violent person who's gonna stop her may right it's just gross like, you know? so you also have to remember if you think about her and cursed child like she's the headmistress of the school and they're literally torturing muggles and muggleborns in the dungeons to the fact like point where like there's blood on the students shoes right yeah true true is true so like she thrives on all of this which is what makes me want to vomit all over her because it sickens me it's just very sadistic um yes so she then throws harry into her desk um and he could now see because she wasn't like pulling his head back towards the ceiling he could see that millicent bolstrode was pinning hermione against the wall and malfoy was tossing his wand up in the air one-handed and catching it again his wand meaning Come on, Harry's, Malfoy. not Malfoy's. Anyway, that is um, such. That is such, such a, a thing. That is such a. I'm a. I'm the bad guy in a leather jacket, <laughs> leaned mm-hmm. up against the wall, just in your wand. Do you think one foot's up on the wall? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, <sighs> So there's commotion outside of the office, and then in came several large Slytherins. I'm assuming for sure Crab and Goyle. Well, we know Crab. It's mentioned in a little bit here. Um, probably Goyle. Um, Warrington is also one of them. Yes. And then another girl, but we don't know her name. So they had Ron. I think Pansy. I could be lying, though. Who? What? I think Pansy, but I could also be Pansy lying. Parkinson? Yeah. You think? It says like a large her. Slytherin girl, and I oh, so maybe they she wasn't named. Maybe I'm I just thinking because I said the word pansy today that it was in my head. I don't know. Okay, um, so they had Ron, Ginny, Luna, and Neville. Surprisingly, because he was not in on this scheme, but he is captured, 
And apparently he was trying to stop Warrington from taking Ginny. When is when did we last hear about Warrington? Was that like relatively recently? Yes. Because then I brought up how there was that that um, theory about if he had won the Quidditch or if he had been able to be like the Quidditch Hogwarts, not Quidditch, Hogwarts champion for the Triwizard Tournament. Um, That's right. Okay. Okay. But we talked about it because he was in like the last chapter, two chapters ago or something. Oh, for the Quidditch Cup or something, right? He was, doesn't uh, he play? He's sure. a chaser. I don't remember. He's a he's a Quidditch chaser for Slytherin um, and a member of the Inquisitorial Squad. And he uh, is two right. years older than Harry. In Squid Squad. In Squid Squad. In Squid Squad. Squid Squad. Squid Squad. Squid Squad. Squid Squad. Um, do you think Squidward's in it? <laughs> Squidward. I'm Squidward, Squidward, Squidward. Or does he have his own Squidward? You're Squidward. I'm Squidward. I'm We're Squidward. all Squidward. We're all Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> um, also. I believe it was two chapters before this. He suffered an attack that left him with a horrible skin ailment, which made him look as though he had been coated in cornflakes. Uh, yeah, that. Oh, God, that just that's, that's an not image. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes 101. <laughs> They're going to rename that to Katie jokes. Yes. <laughs> You've had some yeah. good ones like consistently over the past couple episodes. Thanks. I am really proud mm-hmm. of you. Thanks. Um, so and then Ginny was being held by a large Slytherin girl, but she's not named. So I don't know who it is. But anyway, Umbridge then says it looks like Hogwarts will soon be a Weasley free zone. And Malfoy laughs mm. loudly and syncophantically. Syncophan- and I did not know what that word meant, so I went to thesaurus.com, and it is, like, fawningly or obediently, um, dutifully. So, like, <laughs> yeah. He's doing it because he has to do it for umbrage. Yeah. He's, like, playing that part of... I'm like fawning over you because I want you to continue yeah. to like You're me power. and well, give me power he used to do because that to you Snape have power. Too. Yeah. Yes. He did that to Snape his first year. The free yes. dictionary.com is like a person who tries to please someone in order to gain a personal advantage. Yeah. And a kisser. Yeah, I oh, saw that. that. It's literally Black in there. <laughs> apple polisher, boot licker, fawner, groveler. <laughs> boot licker. <laughs> boot licker. Um, a truckler, someone who humbles himself as a sign of respect, who behaves as if he has no self-respect. We little bit. I bits. think with, with Malfoy at this point in time, like he, I don't think he's seen like how, much, like between now and like sixth year, right? Like he's mm-hmm. a whole different kind of Draco in the next book. Yeah. But yeah. I think part of him is like thriving on that power that he's getting from being Living in his the best life. squad. Living his best life at Hogwarts here. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out the the interesting fact that Draco has Harry's wand now. And in mm-hmm. seven, it da, flips. Da, da, da. You know what I recently learned and, and I, I never realized that. that? That in the movies, Draco throws his wand back to Harry. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. But I've also only seen that movie like less than a handful of times. I don't know if it's meant to be watched. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, being so 
brat. I mean, obviously he's not the greatest person. Like he's still young. He's made mistakes, but like he literally throwing his wand back to Harry, make sure that Harry wins. I mean, we all knew. That, I mean, the Malfoys are literally sitting in the hall with everybody else, even though they were all just trying to kill one another two seconds ago. They have no loyalty down. to anybody except the Malfoys. I need you to take that hood down. No. Now I'm feeling in a mood. Oh, man. You're like, Meg, the hood goes the up. Hood. There's Meg, trouble. Meg, go get a hoodie. Um, I will say. <laughs> go get a hoodie. You <laughs> see at the end of this chapter that Malfoy doesn't actually care about Umbridge at all. No. He cares um, about Malfoy. Correct. <laughs> and he cares about, like, being top dog. A dog? Top dog, top dog, top diggity dog. Top that. Top that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. I'm moving on. Um, so this is like a little um monologue by Umbridge here. She goes, So Potter, you stationed lookouts around my office and you sent this buffoon to tell me the poltergeist was wrecking havoc in the transfiguration department when I knew perfectly well that he was busy s- smearing ink on the eyepieces of all the school telescopes. Mr. Filch, having just informed me so. Clearly, it was very important for you to talk to somebody. Was it Albus Dumbledore or the half-breed Hagrid? I doubt it was Minerva McGonagall. I hear she's still too ill to talk to anyone. And Malfoy laughed at that last line. up. first of all, too far. Second of all, come say it a little closer. You want to find out? Let's talk about the fact <laughs> that he was rubbing ink. I know. I love Peeves. That is su- it's such it's such a travesty uh. that he wasn't in the movies. I get why they didn't do it. Blah. But such <laughs> great comic relief. I just I miss I, I love Peeves. Yeah. Oh. Uh. I miss Umbridge or not Umbridge. I, miss I feel like that's Umbridge something you would do. What? <laughs> Smear ink on eyepieces. <laughs> <laughs> I would do something not as messy. But like, I don't like Umbridge, man. Well, Dog, say it again. Say it again. I don't like Umbridge. That's you saying it. I asked you to say it. I don't say. I this say. is why Fozzie left the room. Is there anybody who like genuinely actually does like umbridge and will admit it <laughs> i don't know no, i don't know let's do a poll on instagram do it and twitter i'm do gonna it. do it and say and but it has to be not for so i okay let's say this i think that umbridge is a really well written character and i like that but th- that's not liking her right so well yeah i know that's how i feel need, about snape so, that's but, how but i'm sorry tiffany did you just say that you love umbridge because you guys love to say I that i love snape love. because i said the exact same thing that you just said about umbridge that's a lie you actually that is hard false yeah but you guys you, knew Catherine. what i was talking about you just choose you to extract it, it. you choose it. to extract it from the entire context and pin it on me, Tiffany. Don't put it on Tiffany. me, girl. Oh my! <laughs> Why can nobody else see this? All right. Um, where was I? Okay, so 
as this should, it makes Harry shake <laughs> with rage. Why and are you geraniums. Oh my god, I'm in the geraniums. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, it's so good! It is so good. This maple is so good. My face hurts so much. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Wait, save it. Make it our desktop. Oh, I saved oh, it. Oh my god! Oh god! Oh, it's so that was good. incredible. Oh. Oh, my favorite. <sighs> All right. So Harry's shaking with rage, just like I am over your guys' incessant love to just show geraniums to me. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, it's none of your business who I talk to, which true that, Harry, true that. Anyway, Umbridge says very well and then sends Malfoy to go and get Professor Snape. Because he's going to help her. <laughs> she thinks. What? But that's, that he's going to help her. Oh, I thought you were yelling at me because like I went too far in my notes or something. What? Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> at first I thought you meant like, you've gone too far. But you've then I realized what you meant. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so next up. Malfoy stows Harry's wand inside his robes and leaves the room smirking, but Harry hardly noticed. He had just realized something. He could not believe he had been so stupid as to forget it. He'd thought that all the members of the Order, all those who could help him save Sirius, were gone. But he had been wrong. There was still a member of the Order of the Phoenix at Hogwarts. Snape. And I said he's definitely blinded Snape. by his dislike Snape. of Snape. And had he been able to have a normal convo with him, I think Snape would have at least entertained the fear and checked properly instead of Harry's half attempt with Creature. That's my opinion, at least. Anybody else? I agree. I agree. I think it's it's really sad that it was a like this whole scene might not have hap yeah. had to happen. Mm -hmm. Sirius might not have had to die. Like obviously plot so but i won't lie i don't forget what does snape do after he tells him this does he like get in contact with the order is that how they know to does. go there yeah. i believe he does yeah yes. he goes like and he, he tries to figure it out really sad because as much as snape and harry dislike each other uh, snape knows that harry's having these visions he would have as an order member no matter who it was be obligated to check and wouldn't have had to say i have no idea and would have been like, I'm sure, like, he would have thrown the insults out, but then would have been like, but yes, I will go and check. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He probably would have yelled at him first about having the vision in the first place. Yes. And then yeah, but like, like also, I mean, is it? see, this is just like, this is a huge, just like, I think of it, I think of it as like dominoes falling, you know? Yeah. And yeah. and it goes all the way back to the fact that Snape couldn't put personal things aside and actually continue occlumency lessons with Harry had he been a man and done that for Harry. This would not have happened. Here's my question though. Say we're at this situation right now. Harry goes up to to Snape and says whatever he needs to say. 
do you i honestly think that like harry might have told him but still would have gone to the uh, he would have gone wherever he would have gone to the department (laughs) of mysteries um i think it would have been depended i think that he would have wanted to like go with snape and check however snape went and checked but i feel like like, snape probably would have been like no i don't and then maybe harry would have went you know what'd you say I just I think that um, I don't think Snape would have been like, let me get right on it. But he'll be like, I'll check on it. And it's not fast enough for Harry. So I Harry's think gonna check on it himself. But I don't know. Leaving I, school. I think he would have. I don't know. I think he I think because of what I think because of what happened to Arthur, yeah. Snape would have legitimately. I'm not saying he wouldn't have, but I think that. I don't think he would have worded it in a way that Harry would have cared for because that's just Snape, right? So you think he would have worded it in a way... I also don't think he would have... Like, Harry would have been like, all right, I'm telling you this now, but I want you to be have checked on it five minutes ago kind of thing where, like, it's just not fast enough for Harry. He wants it done immediately. I don't think realistically... I think the only flu was oh, that was open would be in Umbridge's room. So how is he going to be able to get... How, how quickly Phineas would he be jealous. able to get... What if they could have used Phineas? Because not only could but, Phineas, Phineas could have gone to Grimwald. Is is the head is the master what? is the headmaster's office letting Snape in? What? what are you laughing at Grimwald? Yeah, you did say Grimwald, and I didn't know if I heard you right or not. That's the episode title. Thank you. Um, Grimwald, kind of like Griswold, only grimmer. I was just talking about Christmas Vacation before we started. Grimwald. But here's my question. So Phineas Nigella's portrait's in the headmaster's office, correct? I think is it's Snape sealed. allowed in there, or is it barring everybody from going in? Mm, I think I it's just barring Umbridge. But like how mm-hmm. like if someone else got in there, mm-hmm. how would it like all of a sudden like the door shut like she can't get in? You know what I mean? Like yeah. what if she's like, you know, when like you're like like somewhere in a public place and they have like the bathrooms that you have to like pay to get into and they could you've oh, never yeah. experience that. But no. like what if you like just go in with someone who already put a quarter in or whatever how much it is and you just walk in behind them. Maybe it like booby traps her out. I don't know. These are just things I'm thinking. Like, I don't, I just don't know if it would have been fast enough for Harry where, like, he told, like, he was, like, with, with Hermione, like, I'm doing this now. You're yeah. either with me or against me. Cause she's like, you want to do it right now? He's like, I wanted to do it 20 minutes ago. Before I'm not sure if it'll open for anyone. Huh? I don't know if it'll open for anyone, though. That's what I'm saying. So, how would he, how, how would Snape have quickly gotten into talking to someone? Like, how does he do it? Does he send off a letter? But that's not that know. fast. Vinny like, says Patronus. Back flies there. I don't back know. Like, in, I mean, Patronus. Because he's, he's all the way up in Scotland. Does it just, like, disappear? No, I think it's really, really fast. Go? Because think, think like, Kingsley's. Kingsley was at but the like, ministry. But, like, how fast? But how far away is the Weasley's house? The speed of light. Sarah? Sarah. If a train is traveling north... At a hundred miles an hour, <laughs> this is just an but it's carrying five hundred people, and they each weigh hundred and fifty pounds apiece. How much does it slow the train down? God, <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is that thing for Monty Python? It's like the uh, what is like the speed of a 
the, the velocity I think of that the a order swallow. I think that the order was communicating through Patronuses at this point. We just Maybe haven't seen coins. it yet. Like we'll see it later. I just it, it, these are just things I'm thinking. Like how quickly could it have happened? Like I just think that if if he got to Snape first and talked to him, I still think Harry would have left to go to the ministry because it's not fast enough for Harry. I mean, that's I fair. Snape wouldn't have done anything. That's yeah, fair. But the real Kate, Katie G says the answer to your question is purple because aliens have sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and that's <laughs> math. Didn't they say like the answer nah. to everything is 42? <laughs> sure. It's like that one movie and it's like, they're looking for the, the answer to everything or whatever. Like, the universe or something. What do we, uh, Sarah, it would life. take, 42. it would take 42 seconds for the Patronus to get there from Snape go. to Dumbledore. There we go. Answer. I don't think that's true, but. <laughs> oh, where well, was I? Uh, what, are, okay. what are we uh, talking about? So there was silence in the office, except for the fidgetings and scrufflings resultant from the Slytherin's efforts to keep Ron and the others under control. Ron's lip was bleeding onto Umbridge's carpet as he struggled against Warrington's half Nelson. I did not know what this was. Yeah, and it's, it's a wrestling move. It's a wrestling move. Yes. So it's a wrestling hold in which one arm is thrust under the corresponding Shit. arm of an opponent and the hand placed on the back of the opponent's neck. Do you want me to do one on Sarah so you can see? Yeah. It's like a headlock, right? <laughs> You're in fun. I think, yeah, I think that I... I got Sarah's like, Lord, what did I get into? I'll... <laughs> oh, God. oh. <laughs> and then a full note. Can you get out of it? <laughs> <laughs> and Tiffany did wrestling, <laughs> FYI, to everybody. She did. She was a wrestler in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you right now that if Tiffany and I got into a physical altercation, she would win. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh god i love that look at that so yeah i didn't know what you it see was me but... as grew tiffany you guys should take a picture of that and post it for other people to see should we let me know when this episode airs and i'll do it <laughs> uh, all right so jenny was still trying to stamp on the feet of the sixth so it's a sixth year girl who had both her upper arms in a tight grip neville was turning steadily more purple in the face while tugging at crab's arms and i know that this is i think that katie might say this but i actually really love that snape tells them to not like hold neville as hard i was like wow you're actually like yeah. doing a caring thing towards Neville. Anyway, surprising. But anyway, um, and Hermione was attempting vainly to throw Millicent Bolstered off of her. Luna, however, stood limply by the side of her captor, gazing vaguely out the window as though rather bored by the proceedings. Harry looked back at Umbridge, who was watching him closely, and he kept his face deliberately smooth and blank as footsteps were heard in the corridor outside. And Draco Malfoy came back into the room, holding open the door for Snape. It's yellow. All right. All right. I had to take a sip of water. <laughs> so <laughs> me, 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 me. My, the dulcets of my voice. Wait, what? The smooth dulcet tones <laughs> of my voice. <laughs> you think of like of Jimmy Early. The who what now? From Dreamgirls, Jimmy Early. I don't know. 
So Snape rolls in. Awkward silence. <laughs> Snape rolls in looking totally indifferent to the fact that there are pairs of students in this office struggling against each other. Some bleeding, whatever, no big deal. Um, and Umbridge says, I need another bottle of Veritas serum. And Snape says, you took my last bottle when you wanted to interrogate Harry. And then he says, surely you did not use it all. I told you three drops. Three drops would be sufficient. Umbridge actually flushes. So one, Harry was right not to drink that tea. Although I think we find out later that it actually wasn't real Veritas serum anyway. But at it two, wasn't? I think didn't Snape know that she, she was going to use it against him? So she he gave him gave oh, her just right. like something fake. Yes. And two, Umbridge is embarrassed and got told and put in her place by Snape. Boom. <laughs> so Umbridge, Umbridge turns up that sweet girlish charm in her voice that she thinks is so appealing and she says well you can make more can't you and Snape's like sure but it takes a month and Umbridge literally about loses it she's like a month I need it now and she finally spills that she needs it because she found Harry trying to use her fire to communicate with somebody she doesn't know who so for the first time since he came to the office Snape shows uh, the first sign of faint interest, but he also says, like, I'm not really surprised because Potter never follows the rules anyway. So um, <laughs> from the book, his cold, dark eyes were boring into Harry's, who met his gaze unflinchingly, concentrating hard on what he had seen in his dream, willing Snape to read it in his mind to understand. So, like, it's almost like I wonder if Snape did get the message from him here. Oh, for sure he did. Okay. Like in that moment, like reading his mind, like yeah. I'm looking at your soul. Right. Because I mean, even if, oh, uh, like, or do you think he's like looking and being like, God, Lily, <laughs> Lily, oh, Lily. Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those eyes. Lily. 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 <laughs> yeah. Do you think that, I mean, I don't know, because then Harry still has to try and get it through to him but did he already know i wonder if he was just like confirming like hey i'm just saying this out loud because yeah. i want to make sure yeah that you yeah. know he probably knows that he knows you know you yeah. know so umbridge gets angry so she's she's coming unhinged here and she's like i want to interrogate him and i need you to give me a potion that will force him into telling the truth but Smooth Snape TM says, okay, <laughs> but I told you I have no more. So if you want to poison him, cool, I got you. But other than that, like, I can't help you. And he oh also mentions, like, poisons act too fast anyway for, like, any truth telling to, like, be initiated anyway. So it's not going to help you at all. Like, she reminds me of, like, a two-year-old. We're like, I yes, want it they, now. I want it they now. don't understand, like... They, maybe they want something, you're like, I literally I don't, don't have it. And then they get upset. You're like, I, there's literally nothing I can do for you because we don't have whatever. Don't care how. I want to know. Is Umbridge actually Veruca Salt? Oh, my God. I want to be Veruca Salt. Oh, my God. She's All a right. bad egg. But, mm, Daddy, yep. I want it now. I want a goose that lays gold eggs for Easter. <laughs> Go ahead, Mag. Do you want to tell your goose story? 
<laughs> I wasn't you even going goose to. Rick? You have a goose story? Yeah. Why do you have a goose story? Did it I'm... chase you? No, because I'm dumb. <laughs> do you want to tell you what me to tell? I forgot. I'll tell. Okay. Don't take this away from me. <laughs> Katie, Katie over here confirmed or actually confessed to me that she thought a goose was different from a geese. She thought they were two different animals. <laughs> she's and like, why? she's like, no, geese are like the gray and black ones. And I'm like, no, those are, it's a goose. But we always say geese because there's always more than one. And she's like, no, but a goose is the white one. Like, uh-uh. like mother goose. And I'm like, oh, my God. There are what white gooses, though. I just didn't realize gooses? white geese. See, it's dumb. <laughs> There's just different it's a gaggle type of geese. of geese. And I didn't know that. So I thought a goose was white and geese, a geese, <laughs> was and like black and green. Guys, thing. I'm telling you, like, she was convinced I was lying to her. Like, Do you remember the song, What's convinced. Good for the Goose is Good for the Gander? Do you guys remember that? No. That was like no. making the band too. Oh my God. You know who was in it? Nicole Scherzinger. Scherzinger, I believe, was in that group. I don't remember what they were called, but it was a girl group. Oh my gosh. And that was one of their songs. Gooses. What? Geeses. See? What the heck? Mooses. Mises. That's how we got on the topic. We're like, English is really hard. Like, it's not, it's not meese. It's just more moose. Can you tell me what year this was? Oh, oh this, this was, was like last week. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay Katie. It's literally like everybody makes ago. mistakes everybody has, everybody mistakes. has mistakes <laughs> like i wish that i had been recording because i would have loved to share her face with you all like she was convinced i was lying to her and that i was just like trying to say these things to like make her feel like an idiot or something and i'm like no like i'm serious like a goose is the same thing as geese it's plural and she's like she like had to google it i was shook (laughs) (laughs) eden's crush thought about that before the thing even popped up eden's crush was the band (sighs) okay sarah katie i love you (laughs) i love you too i learned something new you know but anyway, is man. Yeah, let's talk about Harry Potter. How do we talk about a goose? Someone said something what? about a goose, and then it was because of Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Umbridge is Veruca Salt. <laughs> okay, I wondered. I gotta connect the dots to see where we were. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the book. A quote oh from the gosh. book. So Snape looked back at Harry, who stared at him, frantic to communicate without words. So he's thinking, Voldemort's got serious in the Department of Mysteries. Voldemort's got serious. Here comes Umbridge, and she shrieks at Snape. <laughs> she's so, right? So she's dumb. so mad that he won't give her this thing that she used irresponsibly. So she goes, you're on probation. So <laughs> Snape looks back at her, his eyebrows slightly raised. You are being deliberately <laughs> unhelpful. I expected better. Lucius Malfoy always speaks most highly of you. Now get out of my office. 
I mean, but like, if he says he doesn't have any more and it takes a month, <laughs> what do you expect him to do? Right. Just go, Magico Truthio Potion O. Yep. Here you go. Use this. It'll work. <laughs> if I was and him, give her some dang I water. I would have got you gotten some water. <laughs> yeah, I would have like, just gotten some clear serum. liquid. Didn't done it fake again. Whatever. Oh gosh. So, so funny. Snape just gives a bow and he's like, "All right." And he turns to leave, and then Harry he has to say th- something. This is his last chance. His last chance is walking out the door. So he shouts out, "He's got Padfoot. He's got Padfoot at the place where it's hidden." They do this so well in the movies. They do. I agree. I like this. So, I don't love this scene, but right. I do enjoy like how it's, it's acted, acted well. Yeah. Dan Bradcliffe yeah. yelling about Padfoot. So Snape stops, his hands on the doorknob, and Umbridge is like, Padfoot? What's that? What's Padfoot? What's hidden? <laughs> and Snape's like, like it was what a pause. What if Snape was like, Nunya? <laughs> but I wonder, like, I do sometimes wonder, like, how he feels. This has just popped into my head that, like, Sirius almost had him killed. Like, I wonder how he feels about helping him. Oh, he probably I can't think stand Snape it, does but... things because he knows that he has to do things, not because necessarily he wants to do things. Right. Also, I think he has a bigger heart than we like to convey. I would, agree, I would agree with that. Yeah. I know we're like the, what do they call it in the little rascals? Like the He-Man woman hating club. We're like the He-Man yeah. Snape hating club, but we don't hate him. You know what I mean? I don't hate him. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I the O'Malley's can say that we don't hate him. Questionable at times. Not our favorite. But. Half the Petruses love him, but that's none of our business. <laughs> Look at him, Megan. There. <laughs> Just smile, you stinker. <laughs> We're just playing. I'll talk about your love. Ready? So Snape pauses. Oh, my Lord. And she went there. <laughs> then he's like, I have no idea. And he leaves. And this leaves Harry, quote, in a, in a state worse Wait, in a state of worse turmoil than before. Uh, so he's like, you know, Snape. Snapey one Kenobi is my last hope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it oh so much. <laughs> <laughs> and Umbridge is left there and her chest is heaving with rage and frustration. She's she's about to go crazy. She starts talking to herself. She pulls out her wand. She's just like, I'm left with no alternative. This is more than a matter of school discipline. This is an issue of ministry security. (laughs) So she's like shifting from foot to foot. And Harry, I think Harry can feel like how crazy she's getting because he doesn't even have his own wand. So he feels super powerless. So Umbridge continues like, well, Potter's forcing me. I don't I don't want to do it, but sometimes circumstances no, sure. justify the means. I'm sure the minister will understand that I had no choice. And here's Malfoy watching with a, quote, hungry expression on his face. Can we appreciate that this dude finally grows up eventually and becomes, like, yeah. super cool and cursed yeah. child, in my opinion? Yeah. But right now... I agree. Mm, I, he's very shouty. Well, I, child. I'm a Draco fan, so... So am I. Are you? Yeah, a little bit. Nuts, news. Don't make that face ever again. <laughs> I too am. I too am a Draco fan. I too. I mean, I think that like I I truly think that he didn't get um, a good of enough arc for me personally. Obviously, like, hey, it was at least it was an arc. It wasn't like a going off into the charts. At least it wasn't a plateau. 
Hey. Um, <laughs> we could talk about him for a long time, so let's move on. We could. That's true. So the solution to this situ- situation that Umbridge finds is the Cruciatus Curse. <gasps> it ought to loosen his tongue right up. That's what she's thinking in her crazy little brain. Ooh, that just got really intense. Yeah, the door is open. My child's trying to sleep. So even though it's illegal, because Hermione's like, oh, it's illegal. And like props to Hermione because she's trying everything she can to like get Umbridge off of this thinking because she doesn't want to see her friend hurt. Um, but Umbridge doesn't seem to mind. And this is quoting from the book. I love this next line. There was a nasty, eager, excited look on her face that Harry had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Sickening. She's about to use the Cruciatus curse and a 16-year-old boy. That's not the line I was talking about. We're getting to it, but continue. So if you don't know, the Cruciatus curse is also known as the torture curse. Um, So it was used, one of the three unforgivables. Um, It's a dark art spell. And when cast successfully, the curse inflicts intense, excruciating pain on the victim um, and the cur- the penalty for using this curse on another human being was a life sentence in Azkaban, unless there was significant enough evidence that the caster did so under the influence of the Imperius curse. So, considering that the curse does not physically harm the victim, it is possible that it only simulates pain receptors. And we know from this book that the two most well-known victims are former Aurors Alice and Frank Longbottoms. <clears throat> they were tortured into insanity by Bellatrix, Rodolfo, and Rabastan <clears throat> Lestrange. And Barty Crouch Jr. was also there. I mean, I think they all participated in it. Um, I'm not going to go. We've talked about the Cruciatus Curse. We've seen it. Um, you really have to mean it. And I mean, let's be a thousand percent honest. There's not a there's not a cell in her body that wouldn't mean it because mm. that's how mm-hmm. truly disgusting she is. I mean, oh, thoughts to think. So you really have to mean that curse. So if you are someone like Umbridge or like Bellatrix and you mean it with every fiber of your being, I wonder if that is what made the long bottoms. I wonder if the like, way that they are, the more you mean it, I wonder if you're able to the, just do it longer. Cause like how long Cause like, and I don't know if this is like a canon thing or if it's just my head canon that like, say you're dueling and you're in a fight, like you're going to get exhausted and you're not going to be able to do the spells as good. Mm-hmm. And I wonder because there's so much of them that means the curses, like they're able to do it for longer and longer and longer. I would, I would agree. Um, so the etymology, the etymology of it, crucio means I torture. Cruciatus takes its name from the Latin word for pain or torture, the root of which can be seen in other words such as excruciating and crucifixion. Um, so, yeah, we all know this isn't good. And I'd also like to point out the fact that um, Neville Longbottom is in the room with like this happening. And so we know what's happening with mm-hmm. his parents. So like for this poor kid, First of all, to have gone through what he has gone through with his parents, but also like being in the room where like he the only reason he was in there is because he was standing up for his friends and making like didn't want them to get Jenny. But now he's in there and he has to watch. He's thinking, I'm now going to have to watch one of my friends like get hit with the same curse that basically has made my parents into what they are right now. Yeah. Um, Which makes me really upset. Yeah. Megan. I have to admit that I honestly didn't even think about this. 
No. I didn't until I read I this. And I was like, either. Neville is in the room and he's going to have to watch this. Yeah. Thankfully and like, he's though. the kind of guy that like, he's just, he's just a nice guy that's willing. Obviously we've seen him stand up to his friends. We've seen him stand up for his friends. Um, and it's just sad. Just sad. Super sad. Yeah. <clears throat> Very traumatic. And like everybody in the room, really, I mean, the Gryffindors in the room are like freaking out because they're seeing how she's reacting. She being umbrage and how she's the adult in the room. She's the one that's in charge. And it's almost one of those super powerless situations where like, she might be able to do the Cruciatus curse on him and then not get in trouble for it. Where like, there's no, you're not going to be any repercussions. Cause who's going to, who's going to, who are they going to believe the adult in the situation or the 16 year old kid that's already being portrayed in the media and everywhere else as a liar for the past year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, terrifying for them and then there's poor neville who like has has more i not experience but more experience with like seeing what can happen that like to people that have had the cruciatus curse on them you know what i mean mm-hmm. so hermione is trying to get her being umbrage to stop telling her uh to stop telling her that the minister wouldn't want her to do this quoting from the book well cornelius doesn't know won't hurt him said umbridge and that's when you really should have connected the dots that this was never about her doing his bidding this was about fudge doing hers well and you also have to remember that one of the major major themes in this series is power and what people will do and are willing to do to get power and to maintain it. And right now she has all the power at Hogwarts and she did all of those things. And now she's in it. And she's like, I literally, I can have torch or torch. I can have filch torch <laughs> whipping <laughs> students. I could be torturing the people in my office. She could be giving them uh Vera to serum to like, tell them anything. You know what I mean? Um, and really she's also thinking like, and I can take all of this back to fudge and I can get even higher in the ministry. So she goes on, it goes on to say like, so said umbridge and it says who was now panting slightly as she pointed her wand at different parts of harry's body in turn apparently trying to decide what what would hurt the most he never knew i ordered dementors after potter last summer but he was delighted to be given the chance to expel him all the same so here's my question Mm. do we think that if fudge knew that umbridge did that would he be okay with it like the dementor part of it like if he was like oh go ahead like do that or like if he found out later on, he's like, oh, it's fine. Like it was a means to end kind of thing. Like you, you kind of at least started the ball rolling of like getting him expelled. Cause that's really, they wanted something. They wanted to silence, um, Harry. Right. Mm-hmm. So do you think he would have been okay with it? Cause he still doesn't know. Correct. I don't know. Everyone's very quiet. I feel like it's a hard question to answer. I, I'm not See, sure. For me, I think that the, the Dementor part, I think he would have been fine with it. Now, my next question, but also, what do we think he would have done if he, she actually went through with, like, hitting Harry with the Cruciatus curse? Do you think he would have done something to, like, punish her? No. Like, she's literally about to torture a 16-year-old no. kid, not to mention the assault that she just did to him, throwing him around. It would have been covered up. It would have been covered up. She's, I agree with she's that. She's still at the ministry. Here's the thing. But I'm not sure about the Dementors. That's the one that I'm not sure about. I, he would have covered that up as well. 
I mean, he would have tried. He may have covered it up, but I can't say that he wouldn't have cared. That's what I'm. I think. I think deep I, down, after everything happened, so Sirius is dead. Everybody knows that. Vol- like he's literally saw Voldemort at the Ministry. Bellatrix is there. Blah blah blah. He's fired. I think that that would have been a bit of a turning point for him, but not a complete turn. Do you get what I'm saying? He still would have tried to make himself look good in the light, but I think deep down he would have been like, I screwed it up. Yeah. Yeah. But he, but, but whatever will save face. That's how I feel about him. He may have felt bad about it and knew that he did wrong, but he would, that, that would have never gotten out in the open. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Maybe it's just my wishful thinking that like said all of this stuff happened that he would have, I think that like the Dementor part very, it's wrong. I don't think he would have had that much of an issue with it as opposed to like literally torturing a 16 year old kid. I think he would have thought that that was too far, but I don't think anything would have been done. (sighs) It's sickening. Megan, go ahead. You know, um, something I just thought of is that I, I almost wonder if him finding those things out would have made him very angry or like scared because Umbridge could come across as a threat to his position of power. But I wonder now that you're saying that I'm thinking like, I wonder if she would have been like, I like, if I'm willing to do that, what do you think I'd be like? We could either do this together where we're both in power and like doing whatever we want, or it's, I'm going to like, it's going to be me because if I'm willing to do this, what do you think I'm willing to do to you? Yeah. I don't like them. Sam, I am. (laughs) No, I don't like them (laughs) in Hogwarts. I don't like them in the ministry. (laughs) So obviously Harry is outraged because of everything that has happened to him because his, that supposed like that dementors, why would they be in little whinging? Blah, 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 blah. And he's being said like, you, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying for months. And then finding out that this woman that he already doesn't like for several other reasons is the reason that this happened to him, that he spent days wondering if he was even going to be able to go to Hogwarts. Um, just, awful and she did that to him but she's like there's something she's like it, something had to have been done and you know what i was the one to get it done and mm. it seemed like she kind of goes on to say like it was kind of like she's everyone at the she's, ministry she's leading everything right now correct and 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 every like because she literally was like everybody wanted like they were all intent on silencing him and getting something done but no one was willing to go the extra step and do something yes i did i did it so is what she said. as much as we want to be like and we we are still fudge this fudge that xyz well umbridge was he's a puppet she was pulling mm-hmm. those back strings she was the one that was planting the seeds she was the one that was planting the doubt she was the one that was taking things to into her own hands and she was essentially minister of magic when it came to education especially yeah yeah absolutely she's probably like here's here it is. I'm going to write this this new educational decree number 80,000. You just sign your name to it. And he probably didn't even read it and signed it. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> as I said, like everybody at the ministry was intent on silencing both Harry and Dumbledore about Voldemort being back. And that she really was the only one that had the actual gall to put something in action to discredit him and expel him from Hogwarts. I mean, and discredit Dumbledore. 
Um, and really, it just takes like one person saying a lie and it can spiral, especially mm-hmm. nowadays with like our own real time life and like the media. One person says one thing and then someone else takes it and it just snowballs from there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so then she takes a deep breath like I just did. Um, and starts saying the words like she literally gets like the first three or four letters of Crucio out of her mouth. But Hermione stops her and yells that Harry has to tell her. And he's like, I'm not saying anything like they're fighting. The two of them are yelling at each other, basically. And she's like, Hermione just wants him to tell her because really Umbridge is going to force him to say it anyway. So like, just just do it. And I spelled anyways incorrectly. You didn't have to tell anybody that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't spell it wrong, but I I think it's saying that my grammar is incorrect. And you know what? Might be, but I'm going to say it like that anyways. Read to me. So I'm going to read. <laughs> so, and Hermione began to cry weakly into the back of Millicent. <laughs> Sorry, it just makes me laugh. Millicent Bullstrobe's robes. Millicent <laughs> stopped trying to squash her against the wall immediately and dodged out of her way looking <laughs> disgusted. That's what makes me laugh. Dude, Millicent <laughs> is like... Oh, nay, nay. No touchy. (laughs) Well, 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 said Umbridge, looking triumphant. Little Miss Question All is going to give us some answers. Come on, then, girl. Come on. And then this is like, oh, my little heart. Because Ron, like, starts, like, shouting through. He's got that. He's gagged, right? And he says her name. Because he's like, Hermione. Same name. No. Um, so he's like worried. So like, let's just talk about the fact that he like yells her name through this gag. And that's your wife. <clears throat> Not yet. My wife. So they're, My wife. they're terrified. <laughs> 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 they're terrified of like what's going to happen to them because of Umbridge. Like they're seeing like she literally almost used an unforgivable on Harry. Um, and the rest of the group seems to be shocked that Hermione like kind of would like turn on them so quickly. But then Harry notices that for all of the crying that she seems to be doing, there are no tears. Um, Cause she like, Hermione's like, I'm sorry. Like, I just can't do it. Like I have to talk kind of thing. And they're all like, uh, what? Like, I can't believe you betray us. Oh no, she so didn't. Umbridge grabs Hermione and asks her to tell her. So Hermione goes on to say that like, um, he was trying to talk to Dumbledore, which surprises everyone. Cause obviously they are all in on the secret. All the Gryffindors are, um, except for Neville, <laughs> who's oh, probably Neville. genuinely surprised, <laughs> but no, they don't know where he is, but they tried everywhere. Cause Umbridge then points out that like all of the places they had looked, cause she's like, well, you know, we thought maybe like the three broomsticks or the leaky Exeter, like all places that like are very public that Hermione knows for a fact that Dumbledore would not be at because she's not dumb. Um, Cause she's like, maybe he was just having a cuppa and I'm just like, uh, the ministry would have found him. So like, no. And then she's like, well, we have something really important to tell him. They wanted to tell Dumbledore that quote, it's ready. And like, they go on to say like the weapon, it's ready. Uh, and Umbridge is like the what? Wep- well, weapon weapon said Umbridge and her eyes seem to pop with excitement. You've been developing some method of resistance, a weapon you could use against the ministry on professor Dumbledore's orders. Of course, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that if Dumbledore <laughs> wanted Fudge's job, he wouldn't need a weapon to get it because he would have already had it. You're a heartbeat. <laughs> yes. If he wanted the job, it would have been his because pre mm-hmm. all of this craziness happened mm-hmm. happening, Fudge talked to Dumbledore every day because he 
wasn't strong enough and confident enough in his own job doing that he needed to have someone else's reassurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that being Dumbledore, who is smarter than him, who is uh, better than him. I mean, better leader, all of these things. My man. So, uh, no, if they were developing a weapon, they would be developing a weapon to use against Voldemort because he's back, you dumb lady. Whoa. I just am really mad at her, so I'm sorry. <laughs> you dumb lady. So then... Hermione agrees with everything Umbridge is saying. She's like, yes, Dumbledore left though before the weapon was ready. Um, but she's like, I can't really tell you like much about the weapon because like, I don't know. I like, kind of, I think she's like, I don't, I didn't understand it, which is like, what, what do you not understand? Because you're very intelligent. So like Umbridge, that's a lie. But, but um, Umbridge is eating this up though. Correct. No, no, no. Correct. But like if, her, if she wasn't as like crazy as she was, like maybe she would have, or even half like if she paid attention to the world around her she would have realized that like yeah Hermione might have questioned you a lot but she's actually very intelligent and she thinks quickly like she's doing right now she's thinking very quickly on her feet and had you realized that she would have realized that she probably would have understood whatever the weapon is but she's like I don't really understand it but I can take you there and Umbridge is like oh no Umbridge is like I want you to take me there um and she's like I can, but I'm not taking you with me um, with the Slytherins there. Like, they can't come. And she's like, you can't dictate, like, how this is going to go. Um, and she's like, all right, but, like, if they come, I hope they use it on you. And, like, a little quote from, like, the whole paragraph that she's talking about this. She goes, I'd wish you'd invite loads and loads of people to come and see. That would serve you right. Basically saying, like, invite the whole school. I want them to use it against you because you basically are horrible. Mm-hmm. And, like, that... I think just shows how much um, this is affecting Hermione because like she wouldn't normally say that to someone, but she really sees like how truly awful Umbridge is. So she's She's like trying to match that because it's something that Umbridge will understand. Give Hermione an Oscar. So some more quoting (laughs) from the book. These words were had a powerful impact on Umbridge. She glanced swiftly and suspiciously around at her inquisitorial squad. Her eyes bulging, except it says her bulging eyes, resting for a moment on Malfoy, who was too slow to disguise the look of eagerness and greed that had appeared on his face. So, like, she doesn't care about you. He literally just looks <laughs> like he's in power. I got it. I understand. <laughs> Umbridge then decides to take just Hermione and Malfoy, except she doesn't. She's just taking Hermione and Harry. <laughs> Malfoy tries to get her to bring at least one of the Slytherins, because he's thinking, like, I hope it's me. Um, but she's like, asks him, do you really think you, I like can't handle two wandless teenagers? And I was like, well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You. she also tells everyone in the room to stay there until she comes back. She's telling the in squid squad, make sure that no one escapes. Malfoy is not happy with his babysitting duties. So she points her wand at Harry and Hermione and she's like, lead the way. Let's go. Let me see the weapon. Um, so yeah, that's the end of the chapter. They're about to walk. Into the future. I'm going to fly like an eagle. Anyways. Yeah. So next chapter is going to be a doozy. Oh, you don't say a doozy. Mm-hmm. A doozy. Should oh, we just wow. put trigger warnings for the rest of this book? Pretty much. I mean. Yes. Is Florence here? She just came, I think. <laughs> when did i say something in a florence way answer uh, me I don't, is I think florence here 
Florence is never here anymore. There you go. It's 2021. Florence is taking an extended vacation. Who knows when she'll be back? Oh. Oh. Chocolate. <laughs> My chocolate sweater's coming tomorrow, except it's a sweatshirt. I like chocolate. One would say it's a crew neck sweatshirt. Oh. And it has to do with the Weasleys. So it comes with friends. My hip hurts. I'm getting old. Yeah, you're old. I gotta scooch my tush. <laughs> all the way down to her tush. We have a lightning bolt tush. round. Are we yes. doing that still? Is that yes. a thing on this podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Paisha. Paisha asks, hey, what Paisha. is your Patronus's mm. arch nemesis? Example, mine would be a black mamba. Isn't it an arch nemesis? I don't know. Is arc? It? Yeah. Whatever. Driving? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that, though? Like, our actual. I don't know what the like enemy is. Enemy of the or like, our enemy. Yeah, like, like some. I guess maybe it's almost similar to, like, what is your bogart in a way? No, oh, like geez, the arch nemesis of your Patronus. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what my Patronus is. Oh, it's a vol. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. <laughs> I because uh, I was gonna be like my my arch enemy is anxiety. How do you say that is like a Patronus? What are yeah. you dying over? Because I looked up what the enemy of an osprey is, <laughs> and it's a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Google it mine. Says, the raccoon who will steal and eat osprey eggs found in nests. Ooh. Trash panda. Sometimes great horn owls or bald eagles will kill osprey chicky chickies. Wasn't there a part in New Girl that was like something funny about animals and we like had a Did you know that there's about... a bear in every episode yeah. of New Girl? There's a what? There is a bear in every episode of New Girl. Herons will eat In bulls? some aspect. There's either like someone says the word bear there's a picture of a bear. Bear, a bear is referenced in every single episode of New Girl. I love oh, that. I'm so intrigued again. now. The internet is saying water voles, which I don't know if that's my Patronus, but I googled enemies of vol. Water voles have a few natural predators, including herons, owls, pike, mink, and adders. 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 They fail to add in uh, anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my arch arch enemy arch nemesis i mean same girl the enemy of a dolphin is a shark no oh. you know they eat fish that's what alana would say to me <laughs> they eat fish. fish but my personal animal enemy would probably be a spider mine's a centipede Ugh, those are also bad mine's tiffany well <laughs> I am an animal. I don't know. Like, I there's sometimes where like I get freaked out when I see them, and there's sometimes I'm like cool as a cucumber. I literally threw a shoe across a room to kill a centipede on the wall. Did it work? No, I don't it, like that. It, it freaks me it, out. It's so weird. It vibrated the wall. Butterflies. The, the centipede fell and <gasps> crawled away. No, I don't like butterflies. Butterflies. I know. I know that's like that's like Megan hating. Why geranium. couldn't it be followed the butterflies? <laughs> I don't hate them, but I don't like them. It's weird. I know. All right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm sorry to butterfly lovers. I just I don't know. I mean, I I get it is a bug. Like, you know, people so. freak out when a bee is around them. I freak out when a butterfly is around. It's not me. gonna sting you. I understand that, but like I don't know. It's an irrational fear. I have a lot of irrational fears. You don't say. Um. Next is Kendra. 
Who do you think is more pure evil, Umbridge or Bellatrix? This kind of a tough one. Oh, um, I want to say Umbridge. But like, it would be like, they're both like, they're both pure evil, but like, I don't know. I missed the question. I was looking at a gif. Who's more pure evil, Umbridge or Bellatrix? Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, it's like a like deep conversation. So evil. I don't know. I think Bellatrix. I don't just. But like, I, I, we don't we don't get to see her as much as we've seen Umbridge. You know, yeah, what I mean? like in action. Yeah, but what we do, see, she's kills. not afraid to be. I mean, I wait, don't disagree. Wait. I think they're both like. She's not afraid to be out. She's out and proud about her evil behavior. She doesn't Where have to hide Umbridge behind. I know, but kittens. like that kind of is what makes Umbridge worse because she hides behind a lot of things. Yeah, but um, yeah. Or, or, uh, Bellatrix gets more done. <laughs> Bellatrix we went the mile of. and like is branded and out as a Death yeah. Eater. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bella. <sighs> That's Bella. hard. Yeah. That's that is hard. a tough question, but though. you know what's also hard is like, well, I don't want to say that. That's not nice. I won't. Jesus, okay. No, it it was it wasn't like that. It wasn't mean, but <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be thumper. Um, Just don't say it. <laughs> next question is from Rosie Girl. What did you think the weapon was when you first read Order of the Phoenix? Do you remember? I no. have no idea. I, I was don't think I had a guess. As lost as Harry. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think I thought it was an actual weapon and not yeah. like it, knowledge is power kind of thing. Yeah, what it was. It's still, it's still to me is like bananas that they called it a weapon. Yeah, like, but whatever. I think that's just what so, they thought of in the spur of the moment to try and yeah. like. It's kind of also done to like. Kids. I feel like they both needed to know like what the prophecy said because it, like realistically, like I think that anytime you see in a series or like whether it's a book or a movie or a TV show or something. And there's like a prophecy, like if you don't tell them, they're going to end up fulfilling it. And if you tell them, they're going to end up fulfilling it. Like, I think that's just a faded thing that like the prophecy, no matter what is going to happen. Like, think of Oedipus Rex, like they tell him this and then they choose to like act on it. And those are the events that cause Oedipus Rex, the whole prophecy thing to happen. I was just talking about this. This is why that that example popped into my head. You know what I mean? Like, does that make do, do you understand? Like. Yeah, I'm just thinking that <clears throat> every time someone says Oedipus Rex, <laughs> I think of Prometheus and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a lightning bolt question, but only after the ones are done. Let's do two more. Okay. Uh, Patrizia asks, if you were a ghost, what place would you haunt? Wizarding or real world? If Tiffany was still alive, I'd haunt her. She would just haunt me all day. <laughs> I'd want to be like haunting fun places, though. I, I would, would want to be the type of ghost that scares the. Crap I'd, out of I'd haunt Cedar Point. <laughs> I would haunt Disney World. I don't want to be like the nice kind of haunt, like you know, like like you, the Fat Friar. Like you lose something, and because a ghost took it, and then all of a sudden it just like appears on the floor. How'd that get there? Katie would between. haunt restaurants. Katie, oh, how'd yes. that get there? It was me. And just glide through <laughs> the food ghost and almost taste it. That's me. A ghost. A ghost. A ghost, y'all. 
when ghosts and goblins by the school. Uh, next question. And this is just a fun one to wrap up the lightning bolt round because it really doesn't have Except anything to do Katie with the also chapter. Katie has a question. Right. So she's not, you were not wrapping it up, but go ahead. Um, but Jeannie110 so says, list your favorite TV shows, a.k.a. shows I need to watch to get all of your references. Oh, oh man! Oh man! Um, I feel like we reference we Fa- reference Friends, Family Guy, Family Guy, Gilmore Girls, SpongeBob, SpongeBob, Shoots Creek, yeah, um, New Girl, New Girl. I think I don't. Uh, uh Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of these are movies. Friends. Did we say Friends? Yeah, we said, said Friends. friends. Um. John Mulaney stand up. Yeah, so you guys, you guys talk about The Office, right? Parks and Rec, yes. Parks Seinfeld. and Rec. Oh yeah, Seinfeld. Uh, no soup for you, and any Disney movie you can think of. Yeah. Emperor's New Groove. I think I mentioned a couple of times this evening. I also would probably recommend watching Star Wars, Harry yeah. Potter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. I heard. Oh something. yeah, Star Wars, Hamilton, Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton. Yeah, I love the Hamilton. Give us more. Do we, did we miss anything? I'm sure we did. Oh, I liked what um what Mia said. She said, "Katie, you'd fully be the gas the Casper type ghost." Yeah, <laughs> he would be just like Casper. <laughs> I always think of that. Um, oh shoot! In the movie, the little like system to make the eggs in the morning. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about Pee-wee's Big Adventure in the beginning? Where no, I am talking about Casper. Oh, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Are you talking, about, are you talking about Pee-wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> <laughs> he also has a thing where, like, he presses something and it makes him. Yeah, Mia, that guy. one. The little, the little things they have. What is that called? That's, That's called a sad something. Movie. There's a there's a scientific term for like that setup, and I can't remember what it is. 90s Nickelodeon shows. Not there's, wrong. A, there's a scientific reason behind that. Would you like to hear it? Um, the I Got a Girlfriend guy. is from the movie Pearl Harbor. I love that movie. Science rules. Backstreet. All right, Katie, what's what's your question? That's pretty good. Forever. Yeah. What does Creature talk about with Mrs. Black? Okay, actually, I meant to bring this up. How much does Creature actually know of what's going to happen? What do you mean? Like, because he says, like, oh, Master's not coming back from the Department of Mysteries. But, like, Sirius Mm -hmm. isn't even at the Department of Mysteries yet. But, like, is the end goal for Sirius even to be there at all? Like, he was just using him as bait, right? So, like, say in, like, the perfect world of Voldemort, he literally doesn't care about anything but getting Harry there. I think that... To get the prophecy, right? So, like, if Sirius hadn't gone, like, it wouldn't have mattered to to Voldemort. That was not endgame for him. No, I know, but, I think Bellatrix just needed him to lie in their favor. I'm not sure if he actually knew, like, the entire plan. I don't think... But, I mean, if... if, Because Bellatrix is intent basically on killing her whole family because she does, Right. Um, so I mean, besides like the Malfoys and her husband and whatever, but, um, I wonder if she was like, maybe he will come and then I can get my chance at like killing him. 
Yeah, I think that he just knew what he had to do, maybe. I don't know if Bellatrix would really care to inform Houself of her plans. No, but, like, maybe she's, it's one of those things where, like, if you ever think of, like, those older movies where, like, uh, like Bridgerton kind of times, where, like, they have all of that staff, and the staff knows everything, yeah. because you don't even think to, to censor yourself in front of the help kind of situation. So maybe he uh, overheard everything, but maybe not was told everything. Yeah. Mm, possible i think he knew what the outcome was supposed the outcome was supposed to be that they would have harry potter and to just lie basically about Sirius's whereabouts if somebody because harry gave it to him harry gave him the bait correct that's true harry said is he at the department of mysteries and so creature stops he pauses he thinks about it heard something about it so he's like ooh. Or maybe yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, so I should say he's not coming back from the Department yeah. of Mysteries because yeah. Harry put the words in his mouth. Four, yeah. sure, and seven Good years question, ago. though, May. Now, Katie, I'm sorry. Good. I totally diverted yeah, Katie, what from your yours. <laughs> what was your question again? <laughs> what does Creature talk about with Mrs. Black? To which Kendra asked... Does Mrs. Black talk or does she just scream? So it's creature like, Mistress, oh, what's up? I this think is they my just day. Yell about and then portrait? she's like, ah, half bloods ah. and mud bloods and things. Probably. I feel like she, she would actually talk day. to him. Yeah, but her portrait seems not right. Well, neither one of them. They've been alone for so long. I feel, yeah, but I feel like it's not like a Dumbledore, not saying it would be like a Dumbledore portrait, but like hers just seems wildly bananas. But like I unhinged. feel like she does that on purpose. Mm. So do you think she ever let calm talks? Yeah, I think I to like creature. She would have out of the frame. Oh, boy. Well, what do they talk about? Teacos? Like, what came in or, or, or Narcissa? You know what I mean? Because, like, maybe just the fact that, like, Narcissa didn't have a dark mark didn't mean she didn't believe everything of that. You know what I mean? She's very much 100% a sympathizer. Um, yeah. So I wonder if they would have like gotten along really well. So she would have been normal with them. Do you think he like tries to bring tea to the picture? Mm, maybe. They sip tea together. I mean, I don't know. He's not cleaning. I'll tell you that much. Does he like just walk around the house? I have no idea Sirius? what he did before Sirius got there. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe he just like hung out around the picture frame. Hmm. Anyways. All right. Yeah. Who wins the house cup? cup? There's no bingo. No bingo. Oh, yeah, bingo. Are you Urban kidding me? Again. No, there was so many Hufflepuffs. I'm surprised that y'all didn't win. Dang it. Okay. 10 points. 10 points. We were all pretty close. Slytherin Ooh. wins the house. <laughs> cup. I hate that gym wow. so And you're Jerry Seinfeld. Congratulations. Congratulations, Slytherin. Make me Newman. Make me Newman. Yeah, so like, oh, who's my... who? Did we ever decide who's who on Seinfeld? I think I'm Elaine. I think I'm Elaine. I think I'm Elaine. So does that mean, is she, is Megan, um, what's his face who does what now? did y'all date what? jerry yeah didn't they go oh. on like one date hi man yeah they used to date hey no they were also friends with benefits what about that eileen prince lady date, who doesn't though. matter that's me <laughs> oh my god i said we're also you still matter 
I'm matter. I am matter. Literally. Oh my. <laughs> you should leave. <laughs> Fan story? Yeah. Please, for the love of all that is good in this world. <laughs> all right. This one comes from May of 2019. Woo. What? From Emma. Hi, my name is Emma, and I'm probably one of the youngest listeners. I'm 12, turning 13 in November 2019. I live in Ireland, and I'm a proud Ravenclaw wampus. My Patronus is a bull, and my wand is 10 and 3 quarter inches, unicorn hair, and bendy flexibility. This is my story. It was summer of 2014, and my 8-year-old self was waiting at the window for my best friend Izzy to come over for a play date. When her mom's car pulled up and she got out of the car, she was carrying two books, which which was not really a surprise because we ate up books like they were hot fudge sundaes. Oh, my God. I love that. She told me that they were called Harry Potter. I had heard of this, but knew nothing about it. She went home, nothing in her hands, very pleased with herself. She had forced me to read the first few pages, and when I objected, she read it to me. But me being me, I didn't listen. I finally read the first page and hated it. But two weeks later, I picked it up again and skipped the first chapter, thank God, and finished it within <laughs> three days. Then in July 2018, I was looking for podcasts about Harry Potter. I was in doubt, but I found a podcast called Swish and Flick. I decided to give it a go. One month later, I was all caught up and had felt as though I had actual Harry Potter friends. Izzy had moved on. Now here I am nearly five years later from that summer's day, finished the books 18 times and watched the movies numerous times. I look forward to every Sunday afternoon, and you guys are some of my favorite people. I'm sorry if this is long. It's not. Don't worry. Don't let those muggles get you down. P.S. I don't care if you bring out five-hour episodes. I could listen to you all day. When I hear your voices, you bring a smile to my face. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet. Try you. not to cry. <laughs> Everything's fine. That's the best. That is so sweet. Super Thank sweet. Thank you so much. You're, um, you're just like us. None of us wanted to read that first those first couple chapters, I but know, you know, I then you hook past it, the hump. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Emma, for your story. Yes, and thank you for listening. You don't let those muggles get you down. Yeah. Tell me a joke. Iggy's ready for a joke. Okay. What did Dumbledore say? When the ship from Durmstrang arrived for the Triwizard Tournament. I don't know, Katie, what? Ahoy, hoy. It's a boat time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I went the Mr. Burns route. Ahoy, hoy. You were close. <laughs> I have a butterfly joke. Yes, please. You're so straight. Oh like, God. who Googles butterfly jokes? This is, them. This is from worstjokesever.com, and I'm not <laughs> lying. <laughs> Why did the father throw butter out the window? Throw was also spelled incorrectly for this context. To make butterfly. Yeah, he wanted to see a butterfly. I have another one. <laughs> who is the king of the insects? The monarch. <laughs> Your <laughs> oh my god how do you get rid of butterflies in your stomach stop eating caterpillars <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> oh jeez I'm looking up a centipede joke <laughs> I bet there's thousands of them what do you get when you cross a centipede with a parrot Sarah that's Katie hilarious. 
Sarah! What do you get when you cross the centipede with a parrot? A walkie-talkie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Look at the look at uh joke. I said that at the end the geranium oh, one. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Geranium. Still what, good. What does the base jumping gardener say? Geranium. Geranium. Go. Geranium. How does that song go? There's Geronimo, but you know, you get the joke. Today I caught a centipede. <laughs> 99 more and I'll have a dollar peed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a dollar peed. Better go clean it up. Uh, make sure you follow your hosts on social media <laughs> myself and katie are on twitter and instagram at the petrus family tiffany's on twitter and instagram at tiff swish underscore flick and sarah is on instagram at O'Malley with three h's tiffany take it away with what you're up to well i'm glad that you asked because i recently discovered <laughs> That in Breath of the Wild, Sasa has her own shrine. And dogs oh don't God. lay eggs. <laughs> and dogs don't lay eggs. And yes, uh, I have my own shrine. I talked to the to the um, people that do video games, and I said, I want in. I want in on the action, but I want to make it Sasa style. So tell them where I'm at. I was laughing really hard because at first I was going through these shrines, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's like, it's it's like sasa something shrine and so i was laughing she sent me a picture literally she's like look you're in it and i was like cool i also put it on twitter and then i realized what tower she was a part of and so like if you don't play breath of the wild like at the beginning of the game you have to like get these towers back basically and like turn them on and it opens up different parts of the map and the map is gigantic and so there's different towers like there's the Farron tower and the gerudo tower and sasa shrine is in the area map of the wasteland tower <laughs> <laughs> and i laughed so hard and you know nerds will get it and people who know that Sarah's garbage will also get it. <laughs> I'm garbage and you're trash. That's right, baby. So, I don't know. I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild lately. I've beat the game, but uh, yeah, um, I'm on a shrine. Are you done? People that's, are going to hate breath. listening to that. <laughs> I'm on a shrine and seed mission right now. I am not so patiently waiting for the new Mario game to Mario. drop. Um, I heard he's very angry that Peach is gone again. Oh you my are god! Out of control, so completely. <laughs> like, oh out my god! Of I just got it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I sent them a reel that was on Instagram, and it was. Why the... did you laugh when you didn't understand? <laughs> yeah, you liar! Because I thought Mario was just annoyed that they were making another game, and he had to <laughs> no, go he work took, again. They took so he has it to go rescue yeah, Peach. Like, it was a, it didn't real. connect to it, me that Peach was gone. I get goose it. Goose and geese, baby. Goose and geese. Oh my god! It was a reel where this guy was laying in bed. He's dressed as Mario, and it's uh, the audio of it is like, dana dana dana, and it's like, then they say a you know, swear word <laughs> because he looks at the other side of the bed and it's empty, like he's looking for Peach. 
Meaning because like they have a new game out because it was like when Nintendo like wants to make money or whatever. <laughs> Something like that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, gosh, Megan. Yeah, so. <laughs> Discord is uh, interesting. <laughs> it's a wild night. <laughs> I've been having fun with my workout program. It is tough, but it is a whole lot of fun. And my fitness coach this month is she's a really big Potterhead. Her name is Sammy. She's awesome. She's so kind. She's so real. But she put together this month long challenge of Harry Potter and fitness. And so everybody in our group got sorted into their houses and we have to like, um, like work together to get points. And there's like prizes that she's going to be giving out. And it's just a like a whole lot of fun. So she's short girl fitness on Instagram. And one of the things we can get points for. So she says, you found a chocolate frog, make a unique, healthier dessert recipe and post it to the thread for three points. Like she's just, it's just so much fun. That's cool. And I really like her. And I've been, I don't know. I feel like I've been progressing so much. And this morning I recognized that I wasn't pushing to my hardest during like the last four minutes of this workout Tabata, which is basically just like crazy fast cardio. And I, I recognized that. And I was like, I, it's so crazy. Cause I was literally said to myself in my head, I'm like, you're not going to get any better if you don't push yourself any harder. And I did. And my whole like breath changed and mentality changed. And I could tell that I was work. My body was working harder. And I was like, I can actually work harder than I think I can. And it was just a really cool moment this morning. And I think I put that in swish and fit. We've been posting in there a lot. I know Sarah posts in there and Katie posts in there. Don't expect to see me in there every day, but no, (laughs) and that's fine. But like, I put it in there. It's like, I was comfortable this morning and I realized growth doesn't happen there. So I pushed myself and I felt like I did a whole lot better. And I think that's, I think that's all we can ask of ourselves. You know, it's just, are you trying, are you, are you trying to be better than you were yesterday in whatever area you want to focus on? I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Just try and be a little bit better than yesterday. I like it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Soapbox boom. Um, I've been on a roll with reading. I still have not finished Obama's book, but I have like eight hours left in the audiobook. So I'm getting there oh, slowly but surely. <laughs> it was like 30 hours or something like that. So I'm definitely getting there. It's it's a long book. It's very long. It's it's sometimes it's just too real it's a good book it really really is um it's a book i need breaks from um so that's why i haven't finished it yet but i've gotten further and i finished i started and completed the book scythe um very good book (laughs) definitely if you enjoyed the hunger games i definitely recommend these um right now it's a series of three and i believe a fourth is coming out I've only read the first one, but I'm definitely intrigued. I think I'm going to take a break from the series, though, to like read something completely different, um, but then definitely come back to it. 
Um, and I just got the book Bringing Down the Duke because I joined. Bringing Down the Duke. <laughs> I joined the Book of the Month Club. Um, and I'm trying to stay away that from that, even though I want to join it. Well, <laughs> I can give you a link and you'll get your first one for five dollars with free shipping. <laughs> I know, but books books have been tentatively been banned at my house True. <laughs> because I bought too many. <laughs> True. I've, I think I've bought over 10 books in two months. Have you that's read most of, of them? Uh, I've read eight. Well, that's good. Then, you know, at least you're not buying them. And but one out of those, like I didn't, I got the Obama book for Christmas. Um, but my TBR, like my to be read list is also still large. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, not not. It's not. Mine over is 10, always though. large. It's like yeah, as soon I as I yeah. take something off of it, I add something to it. That's just like how it is. But, um, but I really loved the Scythe series. Um, so I am interested in the next ones. We'll see how it goes. But I don't know. I'm trying to. I told myself I was like, once you finish New Girl, we're on season five. No, season six. We finished season five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we're on season six of new girl and i was like once you finish new girl you are taking a break from television for like months <laughs> and not touching it and i'm reading i need to like i think i'm gonna start trying to actually listen to the timers that i set on my phone for instagram and tiktok and reading when those go off and being like nope you're done for the day turn it off put it away the timer goes off yeah. and she goes oh and hits ignore <laughs> easier said than done like yesterday it's i realized hard. i was literally watching reels like i got home from work i showered and then i start, i like looked at my instagram for like one second in my head is what i thought watching reels and then it was 9 45 and i was like oh and <laughs> yeah. it's it's okay. so real and it's uh, it's it frustrates me because like reels i go down a tunnel and then i like ha- get ton- tunnel vision and like I, I get there are some nights where like I'll lay in bed and I know a lot of people say that you should like turn technology off like an hour before bed. I can't do that. Like I genuinely it is something that when I get in bed, there are some times where I just need to endlessly scroll through TikTok to get tired. And like that is fine. But I feel like maybe I should save my TikTok time to just that and not in the middle of the day. And that <laughs> might be better. Time. TikTok, my TikTok <laughs> time. <laughs> But yeah, Katie, you go. I'm talking too much. We're not talking too much. I'm reading a lot. There we go. That's my life. Hello. Welcome to it. Hi. Oh, wait. Play Mario Kart. <laughs> oh, Katie, you'll oh. talk about that. We've done that too. Trust me. <laughs> we walked six and a half miles yesterday and it was awesome. And I was dead tired by the time we got home. Pooped. So that means we did a 10K and I rightfully earned my 10K medal for our um, food and wine that didn't actually happen and went virtual race that we fundraised for for American Cancer Society last year. So thank you to everybody again who donated to that. We have completed the 10K and I earned my medal and my shirt and I feel better about it because it's been sitting in a box in the second bedroom and I'm like I will not open it until I walk six miles in one day <laughs> I will walk six miles in one day and I Heavy. will walk six more oh, yeah, miles the then oh, it's Ursula, Ursula. Yeah. cool yup Katie take it away I'm almost done with a new book that I picked up called Symptoms of Being a Human it is 
incredible because I haven't read a book that has featured a gender fluid person in it. And that's super cool because that's what I am. The way that they align is not the same that I do, but it's still really cool to see it represented in a book. And it's also so, so, so respectful of this character. Like, I don't want to give it away more than that, but I'm just like blown away at the way that this author approached it. Very cool. Can't wait to finish it. Um, that's all. I really Is it got. an actual like book and not an ebook? Yes, I have the book. Could, you could send that to me when you send Sunday. I will, I will send it to you. I'm going to send Matt and Fangirl. I'm sending you three oh. books. <laughs> At least this time, like, only two out of those are, are, aren't mine. So I'll be like, they're not all my books. <laughs> I'll send them back to you eventually. I swear, Mom, I swear. Kate, my yes. heart is so happy hearing that from you. Yeah, it's super good and super cool. And, like, I, you know, like especially because of the community we have i know there's more people out there like me obviously mm-hmm. it's just really cool to see it reflected in representation a matters yeah mm-hmm. and like this really book does. is young adult which is my favorite genre obviously but like it's so cool to know that this is out there for for young, young kids. kids yeah it's yeah. awesome so yeah can't recommend it enough not done with it but i don't, I don't have that much left so i don't she think i like will not like it to go. <laughs> yeah which is like a night nice. of reading yeah i could finish what it is the name of the tonight. book again kate symptoms of being a human there you go very cool and like if you Good. are maybe someone who doesn't understand gender fluidity which is fine you know just educate yourself it's a really cool mm-hmm. look into this person's head this person's personal reality because as I said, I, it's all different. Um, Sasa, when you read it, then give it to me. Okay. I'll read it because I can always learn more. Um, Kate, you also found something that you've been looking for for months. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, <laughs> um, I've been wanting bigger weights because... The ones that I have, you know, I'm just getting too swole for them. So. Too swole. Yeah. She's too swole. So I asked Meg for weights and she wanted to get them for me for Christmas. But like you have not been able to find weights for like over a year. So we found one 12 pound weight. <laughs> and then so I've been using it when I could. But like you fell off balance. And then we finally, finally found the other one the other day. It just makes me laugh that like somewhere out there, <laughs> someone bought one 12 pound weight. Right? Here's my question: Do all your weights like match? Mine yes. do. Yeah, yeah. See, that drives mine me nuts. don't. That's annoying. And it bothers me. Oh, it drives me so crazy. Much. Yeah. yeah no I think thanks. it's my eight pound. Or it's either my five or my eight that are like big and plastic, and all the other ones are like those nice. Because you got like, them from Five Below, didn't you? I think I did. Because you're yeah. like, just get them here, and I was like, yeah, but they don't match. You're like, it. I think you're like, it doesn't matter, and I was like, oh wait, are you talking about like every single one of the matches or the pairs? All of my pairs match except for the 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 blue the whatever the blue the blue ones either five or eight pounds. My lower weights are all like all covered in rubber, but my heavier ones are not. Like I know, like I get like because your twenty fives right are from your grandpa, so like that I know don't really match the other ones. But like all of mine are are covered in that. My twenties and my twenty fives are beat to he double hockey sticks, <laughs> and they're all like just they're not covered in any kind yeah. of plastic or rubber. My 15s and my 12s are nicer and they're they're like they're not covered in the rubber, but they have like grips on them. And then my 10s 
so and they don't down all are all rubber. Like no, the, the pairs match. Do your the pairs do your match. all yours match? I'm just curious. But yeah, the yeah they do. Don't. But I was literally getting so desperate. I'm like, if I find a 12, I might just have to buy it. But thankfully, yeah. I found yeah. the one that matched. So yeah, so great. They're they're putting me in my place, that's for sure. Because like you need some fifteens coming up. I know, I do. I mean, you could probably. I mean, you could do twenties with those legs, girl. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then totally not weight related. I've been sitting on the couch and playing Mario Kart, so that's cool. I've we been got golden my Mario. <gasps> oh yeah, that's what you want. Is that what you're trying to tell? What me did you have to, to do to get that? A lot. <laughs> 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 oh, you more have to, hours than I care to share. You have to get one star in every 200 cc race. Ooh, you got the boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to Marty the other day. And then and we got good. gold. We She's got so the funny. gold cart, and to do that, you have to get yeah. one star in every mirror race. One star or three? Is that star? backwards? Yeah. 150 okay. mirror dang yeah okay so you're like real good it's been like now I we mean, have like, to get the gold wheels and those and the gold glider are with the time trials you have to beat every ghost ghost in the time trials tiffany you'll understand this there was mm. one night where i was playing mario kart and it got so intense that the next day i woke up and my shoulders hurt because i was like <laughs> she was so <laughs> crazy about it like there would be times it. where it was like we're like on the verge of losing first place and we're, we're like screaming, screaming in the apartment like go 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 <laughs> and then like teddy hates it so much and he'll just run away from us like oh why'd you guys have to mess me up i was so comfy oh my god it i, was lo- I love that you got sore from a video <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's intense Oh, gosh. Uh, All right, Sarah, talk about Pikachus and Jigglypuffs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All I've been doing really is reading and then tag stuff for Swish. So I've read since the last episode. I finished, like, I I think it's called, like, The Folk of Air. But, like, I don't know why it's called that. They mentioned this once in the series. But I read, because I finished the last episode. I had finished Cruel Prince. But I read The Wicked King, The Queen of Nothing. I will say... I didn't think I, for me, I didn't love the first two books, but I really enjoyed the last one. Um, I read the vanishing half. I really, really liked that book as well. Um, I finished that two nights ago. Um, and that's by Brit someone or other that like, I think it came out last year and I'd seen a lot of people had been reading it. Um, and I really, really enjoyed that book a lot. Um, so if you want to read it, you should read it. It's very good. And now I'm reading um, Uncomfortable Conversations with the Black Man. Um, and that's that just came out last year, too. It's by Emmanuel Acho. He also has, like, um, a YouTube series. And then I was reading his biography because, like, I don't know a ton about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he played for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, that's cool. Was, Did like, he really? What's his name yeah. again? Emmanuel Acho. He played in um, oh. two, 2012. He was drafted into the NFL by the Browns. Yeah, I know that last name. And then name. he later played um, with the Eagles, which is Philadelphia's team. He earned a master's degree in sports psychology at the University of Texas, where that's where he's from, um, in the offseason. So how did he get into being an author? I don't know the whole story. 
<laughs> I know that I think like, it's he, all because I, of this YouTube channel that he started. It kind of yeah. like wow. so like he started just having I think just conver- conversations with people because like he grew up in Texas. He's like the first generation. His parents were from Nigeria, mm-hmm. um, and so it was just kind of like how his his because every everybody of I would say every race, regardless of where they grow up, they all have a different experience because every person is different, including if you're siblings, you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. it's his experience of growing up as a black man in Texas. If you want to do a, send that to so me, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, I will. It, it's a, it's hopefully going to be um, I'm only a little bit way through it, but I, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, so. Yeah, that's about all I'm doing. I'm hoping to get our tax things done quickly because that's always stressful for me. Um, and that's literally all I've done is read to the point where like I wouldn't let me like I gave Mon- myself Monday to like be off. And I was like, OK, you need to you need to actually get some work done. And then today I meant to do it. But then I was doing other things. I finally sent some packages. Let me tell you, it's obviously, a, it's a pandemic moment. things. I shop online, right? which I also did pre-pandemic, but I bought some clothing. I bought a dress. The dress did not fit me right. And I actually sent it back. I'm I am so proud so, so. of myself. Wow. It like doesn't happen. I know. I sent it back today. I like filled out the thing. I've never done that before, which I know sounds shocking. I usually just give my clothes away to people. Um, or like I would sometimes actually like take it into the store and return it, but I sent it back in the mail. That's awesome. Um, so yeah. That's Way like your be. mom. Your mom does that stuff. Yeah. She'll buy something and be like, well, it was too big. And it's like, why didn't you just take, take it back? back? You know what? My mom, she'll do that, but she'll have my sister take it back for her. <laughs> Cause she, not that she like, she doesn't like, okay. Not that I wouldn't do it, but my sister would do it first before me because she's better than I am. <laughs> but that's about it. About it. Just going to continue to read. I've read eight books so far this year. My goal is 24. I've set it low, so I am ahead of the game. Good for you. I've read none, but thank you for asking. Well, you finished Eye of the World in 2021, didn't you? That's true. <laughs> so I count I count that as reading a book. My book reading time is video game time at the moment because that's Which what, is fine. It's hard right to now. like, yeah, I mean, I we've been like alternating. Yeah. Katie will play while I read or vice versa. Um, I know exactly what I want this episode to be for. Do tell. Butterflies and burgers? It's for gooses and geeses. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! <laughs> and we're back. Sorry if I busted your ears. And welcome to Swish and Flick. He, Gen Zers are trying to make everybody have middle parts. I don't know how true that part is, but like everybody has middle parts these days. I always feel like Dwight Schrute if I have a middle part. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Y'all, we've been talking for like a thousand minutes instead of recording. It's just been hello, humans of Earth.
tough buff puff now. 